0: Welcome to After Further Review Isolation episode number two. We are now truly isolated. I'm not even looking at John. We are are doing this with a variety of ginned-up technology. And we're each in our own home, and uh, we had Zoom for a bit. We were looking at each other via the Zoom. Uh-huh. Uh, then we decided to X out of the, the video <laughs> because it was uh, destabilizing all of our internet. So I can't even look at John Pelkey at this point in time. But, John, how are you, my friend? And uh, first of all, are you are you feeling okay? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Please, I don't want to talk about it. Yes. Is yes. Your stock I'm portfolio having a little. I have okay. a, I'm having I'm having a little medical issue, uh, a minor medical issue that's causing me a great deal of pain and we're not going to discuss it any further than that. Okay, but, but, but what a uh, pain I'm
2: in okay. the ass. What a pain in the I'm, ass.
1: Oh my god, honestly, I I could not feel any older. Well, at least it's nowhere near your lungs. Right. That's and the good yet. news. Because yet. that's really the only thing that's going to, you know,
0: really inhibit you in the future have yes. after further review. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Although uh, sitting down must be mark difficult. your empathy is amazing. Just uh, <laughs> can you do the show? Yes. Then shut up and do the show. All right. No. Now, uh, right. C- I
0: mean, sitting down is that a difficult thing?
1: Uh, I, again, I, mean, I know, really don't want to talk about this. You brought uh, it up. It can be a difficult thing. Okay. So yes. are you st- are you standing currently? No. 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 I have a. I have a. I have a, a pillow thing. Ah. So that helps. oh
0: All right, so uh, we will move on from there. Really,
1: really, this is how it starts, Episode 2. John has emeroids, Episode (laughs) 2. There it was. Johnny, you bring something up, we're going to drill down. I know, I understand. Pardon the pun. I understand, because we're we're going a bit stir-crazy.
2: Are you guys going a bit stir-crazy? Not yet.
1: Okay. You know, it's... Jeff's busy trying to teach old men how to use technology, so he's all, he's got all kinds of stuff to do.
0: He, he's got things to focus on. I was at the lake for uh, about a week and then uh, came to Orlando yesterday to make sure... <laughs> The equipment I ordered on Amazon yeah. hadn't been
1: stolen from outside of my front door. Yeah. How long was it there? It, it just was there sitting since there, sun, just <laughs> since Sunday. And you can front. imagine the questionable neighborhood Mark lives in. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm 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 surprised that it is it, it wasn't stolen yeah. or riddled with bullets. <laughs> so why would you know? Again, why would people shoot a box? Hey, look at that! Got a package. <laughs> uh.
0: Anyway, so I'm under that, Mark. Was that, you, it, it may rolling games. I mean, it Lord may. flies out there. It, it, it very well may. Social structures just collapsing all around <laughs> us. So I don't know why you know we find that so amusing. But uh, at any rate, you know, I, I'm I'm filled with anxiety to some degree. My daughter lives in New York City, and she lives in Queens for crying out loud, which is the borough that has the most cases. So of course, I'm worried there. My son. Spent two weeks, you know, uh, he's been off the cruise ships for two weeks, but he was on the cruise ships for like four months prior to that yeah. working. Um, but he's been in Sarasota. But I went from the lake to Orlando. So I had a, a road trip yesterday, which
1: now, now we End should the point speed. out that the lake you're talking about, you're up near the villages where this thing at this point, because they've just disregarded it across the board is airborne. Clearly, it's airborne probably followed you here. But I believe because it mixes in with the gonorrhea, might not be as bad as normal.
0: Okay. So it kind of dilutes it, is what you're saying? <laughs> it's diluted.
1: Idiots up there. <laughs> so no it,
0: it's five miles away from yeah. the villages. But yes. Uh, but now I'm supposed to pick Bobby up in Sarasota.
1: That's Mark's and, son. And
0: we are on. Thank you sure, very could, much. We
1: should use fake names for him. So. And we
0: we are we are on a lockdown. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's essential to pick up my Just, son.
2: Yes, that is essential. You, it's essential you can, for you to pick yeah. your children up. Yes.
0: Yeah, he's with his ex. He's with my ex-wife, his mom. So I mean, it. it so you're don't trying have to get to out of do it, it, is
1: what you're saying. No, no. In an effort <laughs> not to ever see her, no. you're like, I don't think no. I can come get you, son. Yeah, uh, maybe hitch over. If we can meet halfway, yeah. Can you imagine that? My
0: goodness. <laughs> so the stir craziness, you know, and, and the lake is lovely, and uh, you know we've we've had uh, we we've, we've had some activities to keep us going. Uh, <laughs> Go on, and, and uh, no, I mean things are things are going
1: fine considering you know we're. Uh, Have you stooped to the puzzle thing yet? It's amazing how many people discovered puzzles during this. Well, you know oh, what? I've never,
0: it. I've never been a puzzle guy, so I have not even given it a, a shot. But I'm sure you probably like love puzzles.
1: Uh, no, I'm not really necessarily a puzzle, not, gu- puzzle I don't, guy? I, I don't identify as not a puzzle guy, but I haven't <laughs> done. A puzzle in a long time. How about you, Jeff?
0: Any puzzles in your background?
2: My wife is puzzled why she married me at this point.
0: Right. Uh, Well, (laughs) (laughs) getting. No, I
2: don't don't do puzzles. Uh, I I don't have the patience. That's probably a good way of putting it. The last
1: time, the last time I think I took part in a puzzle was a group puzzle thing, was uh, at the horror makeup show at Universal many, many years ago. I'd gone to a KISS convention because, as you know, card-carrying member of the KISS Army since 1976. Um, And they gave when you went to the convention, they gave you a puzzle, which was the four KISS solo albums from the 70s. Uh, And I brought it for whatever reason. I might have gone from the convention straight to a horror makeup. I left the box there, and then one day I showed up, and it was out on the table, and people were doing it. So it's the last puzzling experience for me. It's
0: a long time ago, and and you probably contributed to the completion of the puzzle a lot less than your fellow coworkers. I oh, I imagine.
1: absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I might have just sat back and mocked them for putting a puzzle together. That would be uh,
0: something that would not shock me. Mm, if that was yeah. part of your lore uh, at horror makeup. Now we did Facebook Live. Well, you did Facebook Live. Because I did. We have yet to figure out how to invite Jeff and I onto your Facebook Live, which I right. hope that will happen I, next week. I,
1: I, I know it's possible.
0: I just don't know how to do it. I I I saw, uh, you know. Good acquaintance of ours, Jonathan Magum, do that with uh, Wayne Brady. And I'm uh, oh, pretty name.
1: name dropping no, already.
0: I'm, I'm no, I was very intrigued by that because other people could participate live, and, and people have called out for that. Tom Marino, one of our most loyal and ardent listeners, yep. has asked that mm-hmm. we do something live. And, um, and so the best thing I could come up with, or we could come up with without just doing Facebook live, because we think it'll take away from our podcast subscribers, you know, the four, the that thousands
1: we have. of downloads
0: will magically go away. Uh, I mean, that's ostensibly the reason we want to stick to one platform for now and then build from that. So without Facebook live, you know, we, we thought we'd offer some, you know, uh, opportunity for listeners to chime in as to what they want to talk about. And, if, and all we got was one. All we got was one
1: response, right, John, about yeah. Mookie Betts. Yeah, well, we only there were only a handful of people actually uh, watching my Facebook live. Surprise, surprise. But uh, my friend Ryan said wanted to talk about the whole Mookie Betts uh, maybe never playing for the Dodgers because of his contract situation. I guess was, I guess he signed a what a one year deal, uh, and there is discussion. About whether or not there'll be a major league baseball season.
0: So those discussions are not realistic, if you ask me. I mean, why, why do you think that? No baseball season at all, because I think even the NBA is talking about doing. You have some, a feeling, Mark. Do you have a feeling in June and July. I think no one knows. First right. of all,
1: right. And so any speculation is viable at this point in time. Yeah, that's my whole point. It's like I I'm certainly hoping that's not the case, but speculation that there's no baseball season, I think it, that's a valid speculation at this point in time.
2: No, I don't. Why? Because I it's too it's too early in this process to even be considering that they wouldn't be able to start Maybe uh, 15, 16 days late, which means they could literally have a season that has 15 less games in it. 15, 16
1: days late would be two weeks from now.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: And I'm going to say, unequivocally, I have absolutely 100% a belief that there's no way two weeks from now we're not still in the midst of all this. there's
2: four weeks from now would mean that they've missed 30 games out of a 162-game season. That's four weeks from now.
1: Yeah, and I'm not even, I'm not optimistic on four weeks cuz we're here in months from some and I know it's all speculation and no one knows but I I'd rather prepare for the worst than uh be um overly optimistic about it. So I I I'm hoping I'm wrong and again, baseball long season, yes, even if you have to cut it down to an 80 something game season, half the season you can do that. But uh I think the the problem that as I see it um, and I, had, I have a friend who works for a, um, uh, like a convention production company, an event production company. And she was talking about people have started canceling events in October. And it's not because they, the thought is that in October we'll still be dealing with this, but it's just uh, anything that requires a great deal of preparation, we, they don't know when they can begin to prepare for it. So I, I certainly think it's, it's, a, it's a possibility. I do agree, Jeff, that I don't think that's what's going to happen. But again, that's just simply my opinion, and uh, clearly I'm not an expert. I think well,
2: also when you yeah. think about conventions, that's a way to market yourself to potentially make money a baseball season is a guarantee to make money they want to get that thing up and going as soon as possible
1: sure but most of these convention things that that i'm talking about i mean that's that's already a built-in expense that these these folks have bought onto and they're and they're canceling it so yeah i I, listen i i think if i were a a betting man at this point i would say I, i there's better than average chance that we will have a season but i think the the idea that we may not is certainly a valid idea
2: it can start creeping in
1: yeah. yeah, I think,
2: yeah. I think uh,
0: the validity. I think there's a uh, validity spectrum, John Pelkey, and the validity spectrum of no season at all is pretty, pretty extreme, because if, if for no other reason that we don't have enough evidence yet to make right. a decision one way or the other, right? You know, we don't have, uh, we, we don't, you know, there. And I will offer to you. And there's more evidence that there's evidence that because China is already opening things up. I there's, will offer this Italy the, is is flattening I know. the curve. Yes, but I even in, in New York City, then okay. the rate is slower than it was.
1: So there is more evidence that would say we'll be out of this. And I haven't seen the months. I haven't seen the evidence that the rate is slower. I thought they said the rate had, had kind of plateaued, perhaps. No, it and was every two
0: days. It was doubling every two days. Now it's doubling every four days. So it's still increasing. But yeah. the rate of increase is slowing.
1: Well, that's 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 good to know but I it, it, this is what I will uh say though a month ago if they'd have told us we would be where we are right now we wouldn't have believed that. I agree. So
0: 2 I, weeks I, ago. 2 weeks yeah. ago. I mean remember 2 weeks ago Wednesday and this is now uh Friday this will drop on Tuesday the podcast but uh literally like 2 weeks ago Wednesday is when they canceled the NBA season. And the world has changed in that you know sixteen day period, so yeah. I agree with you there it could it could do anything, but we we do have a little glimpse into the future in terms of how other countries have handled it, uh, both good and bad responses. So now we're
1: opening for business by Easter though, so who knows what'll happen then. <laughs> good Lord.
0: <laughs> All right, so let's take a look at that though. let's assume. Now that we've now that we've talked about something that no one knows what's going to happen, let's right. assume they don't have a baseball season and Mookie Betts never plays for the Dodgers. Now, is it in now, my question about
2: that? How my sweet question, would that be, Mark? I'll bring the cake over, Mark, for us to celebrate. <laughs>
1: yes. My question to that is: if if that if that were to happen, if um, you know, God forbid, the, there's no baseball season, um, it, it would the commissioner and owners players could, would they get together and say, you know, this, the season, this season's contracts just move forward a year. You know what I'm saying? They just, gotcha. you know, as opposed to it, this then Mookie will pay exist. for them in 2021, that this season didn't exist. Um, You know, act of God or whatever you want to call it. uh I, I would uh, it, it would surprise me if we got to 2021 without, and there was no baseball season. If Mookie Betts wasn't a Dodger, that would surprise me. I, I would think some allotment would have to be made. I think so too. Obviously, because it's just extraordinary
0: circumstances. Yeah, and
1: there were a lot of other questions too. Let's think about these things. Uh, you know, uh, professional athletes get credit for uh, years of service towards retirement issues, towards free agency. What what does this year become if there's no season? I need answers immediately.
0: I think I think basically it's it's seasons are based on how many games are played. Right. Or at least how that many would be games, my thought or at least how many. Yeah. How many games are played? So if there's a, a, a year of service, I guess the same thing would be, John, if someone had uh, Tommy John surgery and they're out for a year and a half. Does that year and a half count for years of service in MLB?
1: Now that to me, that's a little bit of a different question because if you're injured, obviously if you develop uh, an issue where you have to have Tommy John surgery, you develop that while you're working and then you're rehabbing it. So my thought would be that, that would count towards your service
0: because it happened on the job. Yeah, so it's like workman's comp, and it and it goes towards your service.
1: Uh, not so. Not,
0: if I'm I not hurt, an expert, but I would think that if yeah. I hurt myself at at Universal uh-huh. and was on a disability, would my um, would my accruing of benefits and points happen, even though I didn't show up to work?
1: Uh, I would. My guess, I, th- my th- I guess in that situation. Would. Well, I mm. <laughs> see. <laughs> again, really good again this is
0: all sp- massive. This, this has is got to be so entertaining. For
1: speculation. People. For I know. Out loud. I know. But it is something. To, it is something to think about. You know, will Tom Brady ever actually end up playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Because in addition to baseball, there's been some talk of football. I know that there's been a discussion about if this goes on too much longer, starting the season on time might be a problem because again, they have uh, the the rollout for the season. With- you don't need the rollout in the NFL.
0: You don't need it for college football. Why do you need it for the NFL? Seriously. Why can college football? Why can you have Auburn and Oregon play? You know, after not playing at all and having some spring football, and then and then it's a great game, and then and then you're in the season. I mean, really, you do not need four preseason well, games and all those OTAs and all that no, training I, camp. You do I, not.
1: I, I Agreed. I, I don't think you necessarily need all of them. But remember, these these are collective bargaining agreements. um so that comes into play, you know, uh, NCAA players, I would
0: say most players would agree have with no <laughs>
1: have absolutely no uh, control over anything.
0: No, I, I agree. But I would think ownership would have more of a problem with what I'm suggesting than players. Players would love to, you know, as long as they're as long as they feel like they're in shape and if they're professionals, they should be. These are kids. These are students. Who you know are expected <laughs> to students, are, ex- <laughs> are expected to play uh, their th- student age, their student
1: aged. What's the odds? What's the odds you could drop an Alabama football player in a car, drive him around a campus, and point to buildings, academic buildings, and he'd have any idea what they were?
2: Less than if you drove drove him through the frat houses. <laughs>
1: I had a friend who played uh, Division One college football a long time ago, and he was taking his uh, uh, recruiting trip, and I won't say the college, Maryland. Um, but, uh, he, uh, (laughs) the guy who took him around and I, am sure he embellished this slightly, but he, he, he's driving him, his escort player was taking him around and said, uh, there's the science building. You'll never go there. There's the mathematics building. You'll never go there. There's the history building. You'll never go there. And he pulled into a liquor store parking lot. And however you will go here, (laughs) But that was long ago when those things were laughed about. and that's Laughed more. about and encouraged. Yes, of course. And I believe the coach was
0: the guy driving him around. It could, could, were, could very well have been. Uh, so it was left, Lefty Drizell or something was the basketball head coach from Maryland, right? The, the, like yes.
2: the football coach was also a well-named – I can't remember his name. I want to say it's – I think it might have been Bobby Ross
1: because right? uh, this would have been the fall of uh, – or the spring of 82. So it might have been Bobby Ross. It was Jerry Claiborne was the football coach for a while, but then he went to Kentucky.
2: Who was the longtime Terp coach? I remember there was a big name, uh, Maryland, uh, football coach there for a while when they were actually somewhat, uh, competitive.
1: Well, they, uh, they went through, uh, they went through a phase not too long, a few years ago, uh, with, um, uh, the coach and I can't remember. All I can remember is he was a huge guy.
2: Yeah, big, big guy. That's who I'm thinking of.
1: Um, mm-hmm. yeah, probably, probably having a sports cat, sports talk podcast. I should be be able to come up with that name. I think he eventually ended up at Kansas and washed out there as yeah. well. Um, but oh, now this did. back, this back in the '80s, Bobby. I think, I think it might have been Bobby Ross.
2: That's the guy that paints the-, the trees and stuff.
1: <laughs> 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 yes yes bob ross was was the uh, the coach of the terrapins which m- might explain there was a why decent amount
2: of zen going on yeah
1: why bobby ross
2: is uh
0: why uh barry sanders retired from football
1: still waiting bobby ross still sitting by the phone i know barry's gonna call me one
0: day and gonna come back and play nah, i don't know if that's possible actually at the, this point in time uh, is, did he it, file is, his papers it, no i'm not <laughs> i don't know if bobby ross is still with us frankly wow tell you the truth yeah i mean bobby ross is
1: He's up there. Is it, let's. When you want to do that, we'll play uh, dead, not dead. Just Y'all I'll start reading off names. Of, I'll.
2: Uh, uh, I'll. I'll look. You guys keep talking. <laughs> we'll start reading alive. off names of coaching names. He was born in 1936, could... and he is still with us. He's 83 oh, wow. years old.
1: Nice, nice. He's in the high risk area, though. So, Bobby, take care. Isolate.
2: You know what his last gig was? No. He was the head coach of Army. Bobby
0: Ross, oh, by the I, way.
2: Yes, I remember
0: that. Bobby Ross was the head coach in 1982 for the All Maryland right. Terrapins. So there it is, Bobby Ross. Nice. Eight and four, by the way. Eight and four. Went to four
1: straight bowls. Yeah, they, they, were, pretty, they were a pretty decent Citrus. team back then. Sun and Cherry Bowl. The Cherry Bowl. My best friend did not sign with them. Played elsewhere. Ah. Yeah. Because he was interested in uh, being a history major. Oh, he tied, was, told uh, not to go, was told not to go in that building. He
0: nah, tied, I just, he, he tied I for he the thought,
2: national championship in 1990 with Georgia Tech.
0: Yeah, with and do you know who that was with you know who the tie was. I'm sure you're looking at it though right now
1: with Georgia Tech. Yeah, Colorado, was a, Washington. I think uh, was it was Washington. I thought it was Colorado. Was it Washington? Mm. There you go. Sorry, I've been in isolation too long. I'm starting to forget uh, things. All right, so let's think about this one more time.
0: If Col- now I'm assuming players would like this idea, but really, does the ramp up need to be the ramp up in the in the national?
2: John was right. Mark was wrong.
1: Oh, it's Colorado. Yes, Colorado. Yeah, that's what I thought. Nice job.
2: Who I won the Heisman? What? What year? Nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. I
1: would go. Yeah, Rashawn. Salon. No, the late Rashawn. Sol- not,
2: not Rashawn. Quarterback. Ty Detmer. Yes. Okay. Wow.
0: Nice. So ninety-one was ninety-one. Washington then.
2: Well, takes a little googling. So give me a moment. <laughs> oh, I
0: thought you were right there with the. Uh, well, all anyway, right, so we'll, go ahead, Mark. A- the anyway. Huskies
2: won in nineteen ninety-one. You're right.
0: So the the uh, the ramp up to the National Football League right WTAs
1: preseason all
0: that sort of thing how important is that seriously how, how important is how important oh. is that like one game, uh, 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 a few practices here and there.
2: <laughs> I have thoughts on this. Let me think of the most PC way to put this. I think that the skinny guys will be okay. The fat guys won't. Well, but also the here's, line here's the other thing: need the OTAs. I, what about I, 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 the fat guys in
0: college football? I, they, they can just show up to game one.
2: Yeah, but those are fat 18 year old guys. <laughs> We're talking about but fat 28-year-old guys. 10 I know, but years they're professionals. They're professional fat.
1: Men. I don't think the concern... Listen, I don't think the concern is necessarily people being in shape or out of shape because, you know, on the college level, you guys stay in shape all year. There's not much... We don't have OTAs and and practice to get guys in shape. It's really to get guys... So guys can learn the system and with new free agents coming in and that sort of thing. I mean, there, there, is, a, there is a timeline where these guys have to be able to uh, learn all of this stuff and then put it into some level of practice. And I think there probably need to be a couple of preseason games would be my thought. Right. But I, I don't
0: think there's anyone outside of maybe some ownership who would you know fight back against the idea of a shortened preseason.
1: No, I don't think I don't and think they would either. To, but I'm just trying
0: to get the you know, to try and save the regular season, if you will.
1: Right. I don't think there are either. But I think what people are thinking is if this does go, you know, because there are people who are saying, you know, eight, nine weeks from now before we could get back to normal. Now you're into you know June, late June. And at that point, then you probably you may have to look. You're certainly going to shorten the uh, preseason. You'll have fewer preseason games but you 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 might have to look at pushing the start of the season back it's been discussed and and in college football which starts earlier so
0: wait wait a minute if if the virus is over by mid-june we have to push back the season that starts in september
1: What people are talking about, if if we can't get back to a semblance of normal at that point and teams uh, can start meeting, that uh, that is possibly an issue. Because remember, Mark, it's not just – you can't just just drop in and, and everybody go to work in those situations. They have to come up with some sort of schedule. For these folks, I mean, this the whole off season and everything in preseason is rigidly scheduled. So you'd have to make some changes. You couldn't just willy nilly say, All right, we're going to go. That's all right. Hey, we're, we're, we're back. Let's just go back to work. So yeah, but yeah, training I think the Training camp issues. starts
0: in July. So I know, you but just, you haven't had any OTAs. You haven't you had any OTAs. Okay. You do not need OTAs. I mean, all come right. on. Are you are you advocating for all of that? LTA no, is just part of here's the what NFL's I'm advi- way of am advocating a TV
1: show all year long. What I'm advocating, and, and not advocating for anything, what I'm saying is I understand that logistically there could be some problems if we don't. We're, we're not back to normal till sometime in June for the NFL. That they may they may have some scheduling issues at that point. I'm not saying they will, but I'm saying it's possibility. This is, Mark, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded your pushback of this. I'm reminded of you saying, "Ah, oh, uh, deflate gate, that's not going to be anything. <laughs> okay. It's turned out to be, well, be more than anything. Yeah, it turned out to be a thing. It turned out to be a it thing. It was. And I, I think if we got pushed back that far, it might be a thing. You're right. Might start on time. Might just lose uh, preseason games, which obviously would not bother the players. The, the owners would hate it. But, uh, I don't think it'll happen, but I think at this point we need to be open for the possibility that this causes a lot more of a, uh, uh, there's a lot more of a ripple effect through sports for seasons that haven't even started yet. The other
0: uh, possible repercussion of this, an unintended consequence, uh, and that may be something that is good for sports. And I've heard this discussed, and I'm sure, I'm sure you have as well, is that the idea – and you've said this, John. You've said you don't start watching the NBA until Christmas. But the idea the is that start the game starts. Thing. Yeah, and, and they are literally seriously discussing this, at least with in certain media circles and within uh, you know higher, higher echelon credible sources are saying this is something that they could do because – again they don't it's silly to compete with college football and the NFL and that's what the NBA does in no, when they start their season in November you know they're they're not they're the third game in town yeah and if and if they have to extend into the summer maybe they shorten their season but to about 75 games or 70 games or or even if they keep it at 82 you, you know, know they go they go into July the only thing they have to compete with is major league baseball and at that point in time You know, it's it's the playoffs and everything else. So, you know, the playoffs are ended by August 3rd, you know, so you get plenty of time for baseball pennant
1: race and um, you're not competing with the NFL and you start Christmas Day, which a lot of people would love. I would I could I'd certainly get behind uh, shortening the NBA season, starting it later. uh, But the reality of that is, as far as shortening the season goes, is it's revenue for the owners and they're just never going to let it happen. But but changing the schedule if they changing the, the schedule games, you know yeah, I I, I, sh- I would think revenue might be increased because of te- television revenues. Changing the schedule is a possibility, but if if you try to pack the same amount of games into a shorter period of time, I I, I think the players association would push back against that because guys you know have limited amount of time for uh for their bodies to heal. So I uh, so as I, opposed again, to early June it ends
0: it ends in early August. And we keep the same exact schedule. We don't take any games away. We don't try and uh, force 82 games into a shortened period of time. Mm-hmm. And we start late December as opposed to early November. And we end in uh, early August as opposed okay. to
1: my, my only, early June. My only pushback, and I think that is probably I, – I, I would think you'd maybe end it in July because the NBA would be very, very depressed if they looked at the fact that for television ratings – their playoff games did not rate as well as preseason NFL games, and you know that would happen.
0: Preseason NFL games start about first week of August, right, ish? So you'd end right around the same time. So you could probably make that happen. You could. Yeah. you know do? Don't you agree do?
1: with me? Don't you agree? Because we're always, uh, all our years at the no, great Club, yeah. they are great baseball pennant race <laughs> games on oh, yeah. in August, and people are coming in, I'm going to see the Lions and the Buccaneers. Yeah, eleventh rounder out of McGee yep. State. Who? You know, I know they're not eleven rounds, but um, but that person didn't. Yeah, of course not. So, so no, it, that would, that's would, exactly it. It would it would be terrible. And then if you you know the finals weren't happening until you know close to the regular season, so I would think you'd have to wrap it up by the end of July. So push it back. Yeah, push it back that far. And I think uh, I think that's certainly valid because I I've always said, and I know and, you agree and, with this, and, if the NBA's opening day was Christmas Day, they would just own that.
0: Yeah, they they already kind of do. There's like five games usually scheduled on Christmas
1: Day, and there's always there are. But I think our, people would pay more attention games. if it were opening day than they do, you know, week five of the season. And you know what you could do if you if you needed to give the regular
0: season the same breathing room for players. In terms of the eighty two game schedule, you could shorten the playoff schedule. That's the thing that's maddening for a lot of people. Is oh, in those goodness first yes. rounds, you could easily shorten those up and then and then get done by the end of July, or like, you know, four days before the first spring training game. I mean And uh, that's
1: the end of game one, one. Lakers over the Clippers, one twenty nine to one twenty seven. We'll see you three weeks from Saturday for game two. Seriously. God. Seriously. I mean, honestly. Uh, yes. I'm All right. fully in, in, in favor of that. So I do, I will get on board, Mark, with your, uh with, with your idea, starting the games on Christmas day and ending the season uh, by the end of July. Now, what about, what about this
0: thing that people are talking about as well, which is that there's no possible way. There's no possible way that Patriots are in the playoffs next year. And when I say no possible, I mean you know eighty percent chance that they're that they're not that that they're going to struggle. There's a there's a strong possibility that they're going to struggle.
1: I and, think there's a possibility that they're going to struggle, but I would never ever bet against them making the playoffs because you still let's just look at the division for a minute. Uh, Buffalo, re- it really does appear like Buffalo is that team on on the cusp and they probably improved seen,
2: themselves
0: from last year.
1: Yeah, but it, it we've would,
2: seen wouldn't it also offs. depend on the other uh, divisions too because I think the last time we were talking about the last time that brady Bradyless team made the playoffs for uh, New England and they were weren't they 11 and 5 and didn't make the playoffs so yeah. that scenario could happen.
1: It, that, yeah, yeah, that is <sighs> that that's certainly a possibility. I I think they actually if they do make the playoffs I would bet they win the division versus uh, being a wild card team. Because I, I think their best uh, scenario yeah. for, is if the Jets are the Tire Fire, we believe that they will be. The Dolphins, I think, are an improving team, but I, wouldn't everybody agree that we're looking at them a couple of years from now um, once they put uh, put that team together a little better? And their quarterback situation uh, in Miami is, is as unsettled as the quarterback situation in New England, frankly. Um, so really, the only team that I see <laughs> in that division that – could take over the mantle of AFC's champs uh, is Buffalo, and we have some evidence that they could be that team, but I'm I'm a little skeptical.
0: It's a good defense and it's an improving offense that got uh, a major weapon with Stephon Diggs. Agreed. So I think that they're going to be in good shape. The Dolphins usually split with the Patriots their two game yeah, series. Yeah. That's true. Regardless. So I think that the Patriots, you know, could go three and three, four and two in the division. Now, the other thing too is the entire division has to play the NFC West, which is a tough Ooh. division, Ooh. you know, because Seattle's tough. The Niners are tough. The Cardinals, oh, by the way,
1: just got They're really fun.
0: They, they, I can't believe their pickup from Houston. And then, of course, the Rams are great.
1: So I mean, yeah. What did what did uh, I think uh, they they got uh, Hopkins? What did what did they get? Uh, what did they have to send to Houston? Uh, bag of beans. <laughs> bag of beans. No, I was gonna so, say case of Coors Light, but no, just a bag of beans. Houston just wanted
0: some beans. That's all they wanted. They needed some beans. Hey, no, here's, no. here's the Houston
1: Texans.
2: We they need they beans. sent a running back uh, that was really good for a couple years a few years ago.
1: <laughs> David Johnson
0: from yes. from the from the Cardinals. David Johnson, as well as a second round pick. Yeah. He had one good year, like two years, two, three years ago.
1: I have found no one that can defend that trade. No. And everyone who's even a really
0: like a good guy like Charles Davis, you know, the guys that hesitate to really just slam anyone. Yeah. I mean, they'll criticize people, but they don't they don't rip them. They don't get you. You you can tell when people have joy like you, John. You have joy when you rip. Oh, my Uh, God. (laughs) I live for it. (laughs) But Charles Davis is just like one of those really good dudes. And uh, yep. And he just expressed just utter perplexedness.
1: He just even more not e- defended on any level. Even more surprising, Mark, in in a in a, uh, in a uh, an atmosphere where the hot take is the big thing, and you just know people are you know uh, uh, Dak Prescott, oh, he's better than Patrick Mahomes. I mean, idiotic garbage. Nobody that I've seen. Has stepped up and said just for the hot take, so we get you know, so you, they they put you on every every ESPN talk show. Now that Talking Heads is all they have, nobody has come out and said I think mean, yeah, smart move, Houston. So that that even surprises me more than they're getting criticized by the Charles Davises of the world. So yeah, so they're going to struggle against nobody's the even NFC clickbaiting West. it. You know, no one's even clickbaiting it. They might
0: be four and six within their division and against the NFC West, and then who knows? I mean, that could be a division that's one at at eight and eight, and in that and that's the case. I agree with you that the only way they're going to make the playoffs is if they win the division because they they're going to struggle in terms of their record. You know what I mean? There, I don't think it will be a surprise to me if they go nine and seven. Yeah, it
1: it, it would be it would be a surprise. To me. It wouldn't be a shock. I always try to make the point that yeah there's never a shortage with, the with with Belichick I know, and what they've been able to do I mean remember Matt Castle who I believe had never played football prior to starting for <laughs> for them
0: they had Randy Moss and they had a team that went 18 and 0 the year before that was a an amazing team Bill Belichick has coached a couple of 5 and 11 teams in this time uh, the Patriots his first year. And I think one of the Browns year was, he was five and 11, if not a couple of the Browns year, he was five and 11. So, you know, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see how the bucks do and how the Patriots do. And frankly, I'm rooting hard for the bucks and not that I hate Belichick at all. I respect him. He's the best coach of all time. There's no, I don't think there's an argument at this point. Um, but, I would love to shut the people up that have always said Tom Brady is a system quarterback. Any anyone that somehow <laughs> dismisses Tom's Tom Brady's accomplishments, right? Well, they're they're just not a they're just not a reasoned sports fan. Obviously, they're they partisan hatred of him.
1: You know, they're biased. And I'm fully loyalty. I fully admit that because you know I believe uh, that Derek Jeter was like the fifth best shortstop on the Yankees roster in any given year that he was there. Exactly. And that's just because I despise the Yankees. Right. And you and do not want to give them any credit We will at all. give them no credit whatsoever for yeah. anything. So exactly. I get that with the Brady thing. Yeah. And it would be nice to have
0: yet one more argument taken away from those people. I'm petty that way, John. I really I, am. Even I know. Though the, even though those people will still not, you know,
1: bow down to what's right. They won't. Mark doesn't believe, Jeff, I don't know if you know this about Mark, he does not believe that people are entitled to their opinion.
2: They're not. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, no. they, they, don't have, they don't have the uh, prowess. The, the That's Mark's argument. They, you don't have the knowledge. Yeah, you, you don't have an You opinion. don't know what you're talking about. So just keep your opinions to yourself. I'll tell yes. you what's right and what's wrong.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. You don't have the Right. <laughs> to your opinion now maybe the best way to put it is how you just put it john you don't have the right to express your opinion publicly you can have it to yourself i mean who's going to be able to stop that you know you can yeah, but the
1: constitution says i can say anything i want no actually <laughs> that's not what it said can you imagine uh, hey uh james madison uh, what do you think we ought to add in here uh, i think we ought to put in that people can say whatever they want oh all right let's move on of all money. the things, let's see. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfectly written, John.
0: You know, James, John. Um, James, John was his, uh, you know.
1: John Madison. Called him. Close friends called him. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Close the,
0: Johnny Madison. Jack. Johnny. Jack. Hey, Jackie Madison. <laughs> all right. So so there's that. Now, what do we think about the NFC South? Because that's going to be, John, you know What? This is a banner. This is a banner season for After Further Review. You know. You know what I'm going to say now. Yeah, I know exactly what, what you're going to say. Finally, you were just ahead of the curve. My I read re- well. Yeah, of yes, course. Exactly. You were. You were four at years, least four years ahead of the curve. If not, if it, it may have been during the 2012 season. So eight years ahead of the curve when you said the NFC South is the most interesting division in football, and I,
1: I would not let up on you on that one. I just would not let up. Now you, you. Now killed here me we are. That. Eight years later, and it certainly is. You know, though, now I would say, to me, the most interesting division is the NFC West. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, what's interesting about it, is interesting to see if everyone can just be as good as they look on paper? Or is it interesting to see if there's uh, literally going to be, like in any other season, huge disappointments and huge surprises, even within that division?
1: Yeah, is it? I, I worry for Arizona that they've become a sexy pick now.
0: And I'm worried for the Niners because i that's my default, first of all. And uh, second of all, their roster isn't as good as it was,
1: you know, on February 2nd. So um, Never is. That? What did we talk about before? Losing the Super Bowl is the worst thing that can happen to you. You'd rather <laughs> not make it. Because your your players get more attractive to people, your coaches get more attractive. You didn't walk away with the trophy, but you probably lose as many members of the organization. I am really interested to see how the Rams bounce back. Yeah, me too. That, I think that's I think that's one of the the it, it, to me one of the most compelling storylines coming in to the two thousand and twenty season.
0: I agree. And and I'm wondering if they literally were hamstrung by Gurley last year in the sense that they felt compelled to use him. They felt compelled to start him and to see if they just because of the virtue of the contract or anything else, they felt like they needed to use him and to see if he himself could bounce back from that injury that happened at the end of the previous season.
1: And I think that I think that your I think your latter point there is it to me makes a great deal more sense. Uh, and I know, you know, there are always the issues with money and contracts and everything. But I think they really were taking they were taking a look at him because they knew uh, coming into this season they were going to have to make some decisions on him contract wise. And I think I think they were as uh, curious as uh, as anyone. And perhaps it hamstrung them they, in a way. Yeah,
0: because they wanted to use him the way he had been used in the previous two years under Sean McVay. And, you know, that set up so much for Jared Goff. But if he wasn't doing what he needed to do, then Jared Goff, you know, then they couldn't do the play action to roll out the moving in the pocket stuff yeah. that Sean McVay loves. So it's going to be interesting to see who they get in there. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I, the Rams are a pretty solid team. They're a pretty talented team. And they started to play pretty well toward the end of the season. So that division, if everyone plays – if everyone has a good year, basically, that division could be absolutely brutal. And that there could be an example of an 11-5 team not making the playoffs.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would agree with you on that. I want to ask about, just to switch gears uh, football-wise, and uh, my, I know my friend David Lowe is going to listen to this and say we talk way too much football. That's all people and, care about, John. And not about, not about baseball. But uh, the Cam Newton situation is the one that really surprises me at this point. I, I would have taken him in Washington, again, as a Skins fan. Uh, the way he was treated in Carolina, I think, is really, really questionable because they announced that they were going to allow him to, to seek a trade, and, and he hadn't asked for one. Um, I, I think a motivated Cam Newton might be a really good pickup for, I can name, five or six teams. Do we know
0: that the Redskins have passed?
1: Well, they haven't. They haven't pulled the trigger on anything, um, and it doesn't sound, from what I'm reading, uh, it doesn't sound very much like they're interested in bringing him in.
2: They they brought in the other quarterback yeah, from Carolina. Yeah,
1: yeah they signed the backup quarterback for Carolina. So
0: you know that Carolina is stuck with that contract. I mean, even if they cut him, I think they're stuck with 19 million dollars of dead money. Which is why they want him to get traded.
1: Well, they should have gone about it a little bit better, because I it's a, you know he, he he's obviously not happy about the situation and he's expressed his displeasure. And I can't imagine that he and his agent are going to do uh, the Panthers any favors at this point. He's going to get paid anyway, but I but I I really think it'd be foolish for, again, name the team, and I'm, Washington in, in that mix, um, any number of other teams, uh, not to take a look at Cam Newton. Yeah, I don't know what other teams,
0: you know, I, I mean, I've heard the Dolphins. I've also heard...
2: What about Denver?
1: I think I think Denver is certainly... An option. I'm I'm a little surprised we haven't heard about Oakland, San Diego, or Las Vegas. Excuse me.
0: Well, now they have two. They have Carr and uh,
2: Mariota.
1: The Raiders. Yeah, but you know, you know, Chucky. So uh,
2: I'm going to call. Know. I'm going to call the Chargers. The San Diego Chargers. He loves for the his quarterback.
0: <laughs> he wants options. He wants options. He does. I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a really interesting one. He was an MVP. What in 2015? Yep. And. Um, Brought a team to the Super Bowl, obviously is a you know very exciting player, but I think people are just uh, worried. I think basically, John, what it is is that no one's going to pull the trigger on him when they don't know he's healthy. That's first and foremost.
1: Yeah, that's that's a valid point, but it's and they don't know he's healthy. It's just remarkable to me because you know a lot of times the criticism of Cam Newton is you know how he dressed, his demeanor. I mean, people signed Jay Cutler. Year in and year out, and no one, no one ever appeared to have less joy in their life, right? Than than Jay Cutler, and just seemed like you know, and and it's probably not true about Cutler, um, because guys who played with him didn't have terrible things to say about him. He just seemed like you know, he was just such a downer uh, for for a team. I I think a lot of the criticism, a lot of the problems with uh, Cam, are uh, off the field issues. Not that he's, you know, been in trouble or anything since he's been in the league, but just uh, people feel like he's a a me guy as opposed to a team guy. And I just wonder why they would think that for a Cam Newton and not a Jay Cutler. What's the?
0: Well, because I think in the end, Jay Cutler. Well,
1: (laughs) it's the main. What am I? uh, Anyway, what were you saying? Well, you know, you know, naturally gifted, hardworking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Working. You'd rather have
0: someone hardworking because the the natural gifts could be, you know, atrophied. They could be, you know, if if Jake Cutler is injured, well, you know, he doesn't need mobility. He has to go back and you know,
1: you know, scowlingly throw to someone. <laughs> Jay Cutler, that's we we need to list the most joyless players in any sport. Jay Cutler, Scott Rowland, Scott Rowland's a great one. Oh Boy, my, God. That's a great one. Good. We're talking baseball now. Scott Rowland, yeah, I never saw anybody who looked less pleased to be a multi-million dollar yeah. professional athlete. Jason yeah. Worth. Wow. Okay. Really, Jason
0: Worth? Maybe yeah. when he got to the maybe when he got to the Nationals, but he was. Wasn't he pretty?
2: He just always seemed a little he more to intense. Have, he seemed to have fun playing With the, the game, but he didn't necessarily come off as the kind of guy that uh, wanted to be there. He 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 seemed like he wanted to move to his ranch in, in Idaho and uh, start stockpiling guns. In my opinion, drink his own urine. Yes.
0: I'll tell you man, those preppers, those preppers that went to Idaho with guns and and food for years, you know, uh, freeze-dried food, night vision glasses, man, they are laughing at the rest of us right now.
2: Well, you know, I like my uh my my city preppers. water. I, I've I've enjoyed enough of it to say I've lived a lifetime. You don't like the well. You don't like the well water. Oh. I lived on a well for the first uh, fifteen <laughs> years of my life, and uh, it's not that terrible. But uh, I, it's guar- it was guaranteed to be there. I, I, I'm into I'm into my plumbing.
0: All right. I enjoy plumbing as well.
2: Yeah, so I, I feel like I've won already in the living in Florida and having plumbing as opposed to the the month and a half of uh, them getting a laugh. I still feel like I win.
1: Okay. Good. Plus, the great thing about living in Florida is there's a one in three chance you'll end up on television, cops, live PD, uh, any number of shows. You can pop up and tell me. You, you know, you don't get that in Nebraska. No. You love cops. Do you still love cops, Johnny? I do, yeah. Do you that's still my watch guilt. it? That's are my guilty are, pleasure.
0: Is are, is the uh viewing has that increased during the uh during the outbreak? During no, because no,
1: because Jody's here. My wife's here. She doesn't care for it. <clears throat> She's oh, very see. opposed to that.
0: Well, I agree. I would agree with her on this one. I, I don't. I don't that, care. That's. I. I mean, I seriously know you don't care, but uh man, so what is it? Let, let's
1: let's break that down just for a bit. What Why is, I enjoy cops? Yes. That makes me feel better about myself. Uh huh. I got you. No matter what kind of a lazy degenerate I am, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I've never, I've never been arrested for uh, trying to steal a bicycle from in front of a circle gay <laughs> and then making a run for it. Yet, or having a. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. anything's Seriously. possible in our Cause... Lord of the Flies existence. Exactly. I've never dude. had a, a turn signal out and then gotten. Pulled over, and as opposed to taking the fifty dollar fine, making a run for it in my '83 Toyota Corolla.
2: You've never had crack in your trunk.
1: When he got, he's never been pulled over. Haven't haven't.
0: got caught.
2: (laughs) I mean, I'd not. I don't. I don't know. When you get pulled over, and when you get pulled over, and you have crack, and you have crack, you take a run. You make a run for it. And what
0: are the percentages of people that get uh, you know that get her, you know that are involved in that show?
1: You know, the demographics, Johnny. <laughs> uh, 79% of them are from Florida. That's all I know.
2: <coughs> a lot of cameras okay. here. A lot of cameras here. That's why. Yep. That's what it is. It's not a, a oh. more crime. It's uh, more cameras. Plus,
1: you know, the if you're if you're going to go somewhere for a few weeks shooting something, you kind of like to go to West Palm Beach or Naples. And not a tumwa, Iowa, or you know, some place like that. So, I think part of it is they, they always end up in Arizona or Florida. It is
2: always beautiful, climates. Because it's like Casablanca. It's like, it's you know, Casablanca. Hey, it's like it's Casablanca.
1: vacation. Yes, Florida is like Casablanca.
0: Riley, Riley Claremont said it best. We are the, the, the Casablanca of, uh, of the world, really, in a, in a lot of ways, because everyone comes here from all
1: ranges of society. Right. I, with the great uh, the, the comments that people were making when those idiots were out just, you know, partying on the beach when it was obvious that that was probably not a great idea. And people were like, oh, damn, Florida. It's like none of those people are from Florida.
2: That's how it, I'm a Floridian. And that's how I feel about everything when they're like Florida, man. I'm like, you do enough research. You find out that guy is from Queens.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or Michigan. Right. Or Ohio. I, it's not yeah.
2: Floridians that are the problem. It's the people that come here.
1: No, exactly, exactly. And those people on the beach were not Floridians. No, those were all spring breakers from elsewhere.
2: Alabama. Good
1: lord.
0: Do we want to talk some baseball? Do we want Didn't to we talk, already do what we <laughs> talked <laughs> about? Scott talked Rollins, about Scott his Rollins,
2: compelling baseball talk.
1: And Jason Worth, we talked. To, we talked about Mookie Betts and the season maybe ending. We actually All started our show that way. You're right. You're like you're a moron if you think the season's gonna end. You stupid jackass. Roll the tape. <laughs> didn't
0: really say that. Didn't really say that.
1: Yeah, it was. The, I I know you well enough to know what your uh, my inner tone. monologue is. My tone. Your inner monologue.
2: I feel. I feel like from a baseball perspective, the uh, we didn't get into it literally so it's hard to get into it figuratively. It, it
1: is it is did, did, did now did either of you guys because the opening day uh, you know people had like opening day where they watched old games do you do anything baseball related on an opening day because I have been watching some sports as I said America's game on NFL uh, game pass I, I absolutely love those and uh, some other things. But uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't they, dive they had those into greatest the, I'm going to have a dog and a beer and watch a baseball game on opening day. A lot of people yeah. did that.
0: Yeah, because they, they, they showed classic games. And I tuned in a little bit to the Cubs-Indians Game 7, which was a classic. There's no doubt about it. I listened to Carly Simon's rendition of Taking Me Out to the Ball Game and like, you know, a single tear emitted from my eye. Because it was. It, it reminded me. It's like, oh, man, golly, Moses. Jeez. Do we
2: want an opening some-
1: day is one of those things, even if you're not a rabid baseball fan, opening day of baseball season has so much uh, there's so much positivity about that. You know, general as an Orioles fan, we've yet to be mathematically eliminated from playoff contention on opening day and two weeks in. And it's questionable at that point. But uh, and it is spring. The spring's coming now. We it probably less so here in Florida, but up up north where it's cooler, colder at this at that time of year. It's kind of opening day has a lot of uh, has a lot of nostalgia and, and and positivity to it. I just didn't give into it this year. So I
2: have I, I have some breaking sports news that doesn't have to do with the coronavirus. Now, if you guys would like to talk about it, please. Are we going to re- be
1: required to have any knowledge? No. Nah,
2: uh, nah, no. All right, uh, okay. Dave. Davis Love the uh, third, famous golfer, his home in Saint Simon's Island burned down. Wow. Yes, uh, no one was harmed, thankfully, uh, but he has lost his, his home during this crisis.
1: Hadn't won a tournament in a while. You, a that's the thing about golf is that
2: you don't have shirt. to win. You, you can come in like 52nd place and you're still a millionaire. It's a, yeah, it's a still,
1: beautiful thing. You still get a good check. Yeah. But I don't know. Should but at we, least you
0: have to earn it, Jeff. You can't sit down and true. not participate. Right. It, you do have to play and you do have to make the cut. Right? You know? Until
1: you get the big endorsement money. But, I mean, you know, I've not seen Davis Love, like I said, hadn't won anything in a while. You think maybe he went all good fellows and just lit a match?
2: Maybe, but I do want to say this. I uh I play a lot of DraftKings and I would every once in a while when there was a big tournament, I would jump in and uh do a DraftKings golf tournament uh-huh. and uh Davis Love the is still playing golf. He's still playing right. in the PGA tournament, so he's still getting his uh decent checks. Yeah. And he's, he's probably out on
1: the he probably well. doing the senior tour as well. He's probably old enough to How'd Maybe you do on that, senior? Jeff? How'd you do on all that DraftKings? Like uh,
0: overall, what would you say? Are you up?
2: I, oh, I'm far up.
0: Really? Yeah,
2: I, I'm uh, I'm up in the uh, six-digit range. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I did well. I is that I,
1: with the, that with the six, decimal?
0: Six digits is in the hundred thousands.
2: The oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Uh, wait, yeah, five-digit range. Five-digit range. Even I that? I I, I, I carried a zero. Um, the I I when I left my full time job, I found myself sitting around quite a bit, so I dove in and treated it like a a job. And spent you know like four to five hours researching, a couple hours putting in my lineups, and I took it seriously. And I found that basketball was the easiest one for me to keep my head wrapped around. So during basketball season, I did really well. my My biggest night in basketball, I won twenty five thousand in one night. So if that tells you, good God, yes. what I, I won twenty five grand. And the funny thing is, I woke my wife up to tell her, and she rolled over and seemed to not really care that much that that had happened, and. Uh, uh, I found out why the next morning. She was like, "I'll believe it when I see the money." Well, DraftKings overnights you a check, so the next morning I had a check for uh, twenty five thousand four hundred something dollars. Oh, so, Lord, yeah, it was uh, it was a nice win what? for me. Uncle Sam took a decent amount of that, though.
1: I how, don't. How see, long? I don't bet on sports. I've how long it. was that? How long ago was that? Uh,
2: two years, three. Believable. yeah that was my best night but you know I had, I had nights where i obviously i'm not doing it now uh because the only thing you can bet on now is esports which is literally people playing video games i don't <laughs> find that uh I, I feel like there could be a decent amount of chicago black Sox uh stuff going on <laughs> yeah. with the esports game so i don't trust it but uh i've 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 paired it back quite a bit i mean back in those days when i wasn't working it was my job. Now I work a decent amount, so I don't have as much time for it. And I found with less time put into it, the winnings were less. So I kind of, I kind of stopped. I do like one lineup a night, uh, and it's cheaper lineup. So, but in those days, you know, uh, I'd a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there, a thousand here, a thousand there. But that was my big, big night. Wow. It was twenty five grand on on a twenty five dollar entry fee contest.
1: I'm not sure I can. I'm allowed to do it because I did a commercial for DraftKings.
2: Yeah, you're allowed. People that work for DraftKings were for a long time allowed a to long do it, time. unfortunately, and yeah. yeah. that that came to a, a abrupt halt.
1: And I and, and 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 interestingly, it was a it was a commercial for uh, DraftKings golf. Yeah, actually that I did.
2: DraftKings golf is fun, but I mean, you have to know like guys that play well in warm, dry climates and guys who it's their home course. You have to do a decent amount of research and I could not give less a shit about other people playing golf. So it was difficult (laughs) for me to get into it.
1: See, and I only care about other people playing golf because I've been uh I've attended myself playing golf and it's just ugly. So yeah, I don't want any yeah, golf
2: isn't about being good though. It's about getting out there and, you know, running around. Frisbee golf is my favorite thing to do.
1: I've never played frisbee golf.
2: You should come out and play with me one day. It's a it's yeah, a wonderful couple hours.
1: Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> know i mean john's
0: getting up there john's getting up there you
2: walk you walk around i mean oh i thought it was
0: running with the frisbee no no
2: no frisbee golf is uh it's an interesting thing it's uh a it's set up like a golf course, so you have like your dog legs, you have your par threes, your par fours, and you have uh, three separate frisbees. Frisbees te- te- typically a driver, which is a thinner, heavier frisbee, so you throw it farther. Uh, Mid range, which is a little bit lighter, so it doesn't go as far, and a putter, which is basically a smaller version of a regular frisbee because you want more accuracy with it. And there's a cage that's built. It looks kind of like a Christmas tree. It's a it's a big circle on the bottom with a pole coming up. So it's about, I want to say, like two and a half, three feet off the ground. And then it has chains that go up in a Christmas uh, tree style fashion. So when you hit it with your Frisbee, it kind of catches the Frisbee. So, you know, you you try to throw your Frisbee three times or four times and and get it in the hole. And it's it's uh, there's a great course over at Turkey Lake Park where, you know, it's out on the lake and there's palm trees and, uh, you know, you walk the course. You have a nice little bit of uh, walking exercise and it's a it's a fun kind of game.
1: You know what else is on uh, lakes with palm trees? Bars.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean if that's so I'll your meet preference. So you
1: I'm in the bar. Yeah. After because it sounds awfully effortful.
2: Uh, there's a decent <laughs> amount of effort, but it's 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 more rewarding than golf because it's less hard to get good at.
1: Well, I was terrible with a frisbee. Yeah, when I was, I was okay, but you know, I was not good with the frisbee. But the thing you have to remember, Jeff,
0: with John and I, it's that you know this whole idea is because you know, <laughs> Of getting out of the
2: house. You, yes, I'm starting to realize
0: that. Once you once you talked about the DraftKings and once you talked about you'd made it your job and you researched four hours a day, <laughs> I checked out. <laughs> yeah, <me
2: too. laughs> Hey, listen, Me Mark, too. you know what's cool is the the most fun uh, course I've ever played is at uh, Golden Gate Park. They have an incredible Frisbee golf course. You wow. do have to, uh, you know, make sure you don't hit any homeless while you're playing it. But uh, the, the well, course is gorgeous. Yeah, they'll
1: be soylent green in a couple of months.
2: Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, we're here.
1: We're here, John. We it's have. We've, we've, we've reached the end it's time. The end As end I said, times. listen, I said this before. We're here. Uh, we're living. On, we're, we get to watch it. Nobody ever thought after,
2: that they'd have to watch The Walking Dead for research. <laughs> the,
1: the day after the stock market crashed in 29, nobody got up the next day and said, well, here we are. Great Depression. So, you know, buckle up, people. We're no, living history here, and it I ain't mean, a good one.
0: <laughs> yes, I know. It's tough. It's tough.
1: It's so, so just, let's jump back to what we were talking about before, uh, which is, did you guys, did you do any sports over the last week? Was there any big-time sports watching? I know, Mark, you yeah. said you watched a little bit of baseball on the Greatest Games I thing. can't
2: watch games that have finished. I'm not into it.
1: Yeah, you're not into that. I no. have difficulty with that as well. I, I prefer <laughs> documentaries. why, like, America's Game, really, I'm I'm pushing that really hard because uh, those are just great. Every Super Bowl, it's 45 minutes three people from the team or the organization. At one point, one of the Cowboys one has one of their PR guys, just the, the guy who's interviewed. Um, but uh, have I you, can do
2: that. Have you ever I, seen I, I, the boys on the bus? Oh, that's the um, Oilers, the Edmonton Oilers.
1: I have not seen it. It's a good I, I one. You should check that one out. I, I know of it. And NHL Network's been showing uh, some documentary stuff. So that's sort of thing I can watch. Baseball seasons I really enjoy on the Baseball Network. But I have a hard time. Watching, I have gone back and watched. Uh, I think the uh, Redskins Broncos Super Bowl, which is my favorite game of all time. Um,
0: Redskins and, Dolphins was pretty good too.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, that was fun because of the first Super Bowl championship. But just the Doug Williams story is my favorite in football. It, it's a great one. Uh, so I can do that, but I, I I can't really just go back and watch uh, a, a game that I know the that I know. The ending too. That's that's that doesn't appeal to me either. I watched OJ
0: Made in America. If
1: that counts, I've watched I've watched that before. I see see they're re-showing that. They're, they're re-showing I didn't know it David really. swimmer was amazing. such a good
2: lawyer. What's, What's that? I didn't know David Schwimmer was
0: such a good lawyer. <laughs> now this is Again, this is not OJ Made in America. That's the ESPN documentary. It was
2: Oh, the, oh okay. What
0: was the name of it? Oh, that's 30 versus for 30. OJ Simpson. Yeah, People
2: right. I'm sorry. I, I, yes. I was mistaken.
0: And that was Both of was, those
1: things are very entertaining by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. People versus OJ Simpson's outstanding. So, I haven't watched much, but what I've dug into John is, you know, baseballreference.com. Oh, have you really? Yes, because I want to set up this draft. At some point in time, a live draft, Facebook live draft, where we draft just Hall of Famers. So they're already retired. You know, we, we have we have their numbers. And essentially you draft a team and you have a salary cap. So each player is assigned a certain value. Right. So obviously people can't just load up on Ted Williams and Babe Ruth and mickey mantle whatever it is you've got to have kind of stretch your resources a little bit and it's it's in real time and it's just like an excel program that kind of adds it all up and you can kind of s- see standings in real time and it's a, a lot of fun i think see, i think have- I
1: would enjoy that because uh, i don't play any fantasy sports uh, but my fa- favorite thing about fantasy sports was always the drafting once the drafting was over i was just bored with it and I just couldn't be bothered. And and this ends when the drafting's over. <laughs> it's perfect. You, you it is absolutely, are crowned the a winner. winner. It's, it's the Steinbrenner thing where uh, the, the, the quote about George Steinbrenner, and I believe it's in Ken Burns' baseball series, is that he hated the fact that he had to put the team on the field to play. He'd already gotten the best players. Just look. Look at them statistically.
0: Yeah. On paper, I uh, I win. I kind of like that. Why do we need to play? And And so – and so, you know, and it's based on certain uh, categories that we can all agree on in terms of what the criteria is. You know, home for an offensive player, it's home runs, runs, RBI, uh, stolen bases, average. Now, if we want to get into more of the analytics, you know, war. war yeah, war is a pretty good stat, actually. Um, and then for pitchers, you know, it's ERA and wins, and uh, maybe we include saves and um, – Strikeouts.
1: What, can I stop you there? I don't want to ask you this question. What, in your mind, is the least important statistic for pitchers? The
0: least important? Well, I know of the
1: major the, of the major statistics. You I know, know
0: the latest one. So you're, you're talking about starting pitchers or pitchers overall. So, is, is saves included in this statistical analysis um, Let's, that let's that we're just doing?
1: go. Let's just go with. Uh, let's just go with starting pitchers. Yeah. So I know people have said wins. Is the uh,
0: sort of the least important statistic for pitchers? And I, I read, the, I've read the, I think
1: least informative is, is is probably a better way to say it. Because does wins actually give you an idea of how good the the pitcher is? Because so many not really because you could have a two point five zero
2: ERA and right and ten wins.
1: Right. I think it's probably wins in my mind. Well, I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, that's what people have said. And I've read the uh, analysis, and it does make sense. And there was uh, there was a, uh, you know, who was it? It was, um, I think, Felix Hernandez of the Seattle Mariners who won a Cy Young Award, and he had 13 wins type of thing because all the other statistics were so remarkable. Uh, and they say the most overrated... In that sense, the most overrated um, statistic for offensive players is RBI. Because wins depends on so much more than what the pitcher's doing. Right. And RBI...
1: Somebody's got to get on. Yeah. 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 Depends on so much more than what you're doing. You only have control over one run batted in if if you're a batter. That's the only one is you. That's the only one you have control over 100%. All right, so let's do this. Let's do um let's take a look at career war leaders for pitchers
0: and then compare that to the career wins leaders for pitchers. Yeah,
2: I was going to gonna see, say to how s- how deep in the analytics are you going to go because I've I've looked at statistics like uh ground balls uh, I'm trying to remember what they were because I didn't know I didn't in look play it. yeah the stuff in play yeah, yeah I,
1: I mean I think I think when you're what I'm talking about is those statistics that are most you know it's like um, the first uh, six when you RBIs, home runs stolen bases um, uh, average obviously yeah. uh, those sort of things. Versus you know, some of the the more uh, yeah. So with per minutia,
0: with pitchers, we would do ERA. We would do strikeouts. We because that's something they control. You know yeah. what I mean? That's just them. We would do wins, just because people measured that. We could do um, saves. We could do WHIP, which is walks and hits per innings pitched, which talks about.
2: I think that's huge. I don't. I don't think I, that as do enters. I. I think that
1: is one of the that's near the top. As and, far as just statistically looking at a guy and determining his value, and in a way, war and wins. Because I'm looking it up right
0: now, a lot of the same guys who have a lot of wins have the best war because it's it's an accumulative statistic.
2: Yeah, well, I you mean, know? if if you're if you're winning above your replacement and your replacement has ten wins and you have thirteen, then obviously you're better than them. So, but, but if you're in the, the league for two.
0: twenty years and your wins above replacement is, you know, 7 per year, which is pretty good, but it's not great. You know, now you have a 140 war for your career, which is really up there because it's cumulative. Yeah. which is why also if you won 12 games a year for 20 years, you still you have 240 wins, which is a <laughs> significant. Right. And right. and yet you've only won 12 games every year. So war I don't think war is the best one, but if if we were to do it, we would do runs, RBIs, uh, home runs, uh, average, and stolen bases, and then we would do for pitchers ERA, WHIP, wins, uh, strikeouts, and saves. Do you guys like that? I do. Yeah, I like that a lot. And it's all Hall of Famers. The statistics are already done, so no one has to play, John. It's how, do perfect, perfect how
2: do you determine? How do you determine who of won?
0: Us? Though, how and do you determine at the end of the draft? We
2: you add up all wins. those statistics.
0: And the fun is to try and figure out the best team within your salary cap because that's what my work is going to have to do. Besides just loading all this into an Excel program, these statistics with right. each player, the other thing is to establish a price for them. So if everyone has a you know I um, I don't know a thirty dollar cap, let's say you know you in you know Willie Mays would have to be six bucks, you know right. what I mean, or something like that. Yeah. And so we have to fi- have to figure that out. Whereas a guy like um, maybe a guy who has n- not a great average and not a great, uh, not many home runs, but has a lot of stolen bases, so you can really add that to your to your team to the overall. Uh, Vince right, Coleman, you know. Yeah, there you go. Vince Coleman's a great one, but he's not. You're
1: going only Hall he- of Famers, right? Uh yeah, exactly. Oh, so, he's
2: yeah. not in, huh?
1: He is not in. The
2: oh, that's a that's a heartbreaker for me. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
1: hey, Vince Vince Coleman's a guy you'd want on your baseball team. There's no yeah, doubt. Yeah, I I feel like he's like, like he Robert sh- ory like.
2: Has he gotten consideration? I'm looking this up right now.
1: I don't know to tell you the
0: truth. No, Vince dude.
2: Coleman is in the Hall of Fame. No, he's not. No, Oh Cardinals Hall of Fame. Yeah, sure. it's no, yeah, but no surprise people. he Lord, way, maybe, made that. You know, Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, he's in the Cardinals Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah, it would and be that, kind of fun, Mark, and, to expand And that's fine. It.
0: So you're, you were a Cardinals guy growing up?
2: No, hold on. No, 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 no. I, I love baseball. I, I, but that baseball was my sport, especially when I was a kid, because uh, the, it's what I played. So I followed it very closely. It was inducted into the Cardinals Hall of Fame in August of 2018.
1: I think he's a florida guy too i think he's from jacksonville is he yeah, and
2: there's i thought he and, was a florida guy
1: and maybe i mean how many people would we you know would we uh
2: yeah he was born in jacksonville
1: look at that yes i don't know what day they pick up the trash at my house but i knew vince coleman was from jacksonville
2: i don't know when they pick up my trash either my wife put it on the refrigerator for a little bit but it got uh it got it got to the point where i think she got sick of looking at it so it's gone now. So I just leave my trash can outside. My neighbors haven't complained about it yet. I just the whole I just, time? Yeah. Just the whole time? Yeah, yeah. It's I just there. wait it's until somebody back. else rolls. We, we have an alley behind us, so I feel like man, there's no reason for it to not be back there. I wash it. It looks nice. It's on the back. It's in the back.
0: You know what's going to be interesting is that there's not many relievers that are in the Hall of Fame at this point.
1: Verbo Marbury.
0: I, I don't believe he's a Hall of Famer, though. Damn it. And uh, Mar- Mariano is in there. Lee Smith is in there.
1: Raleigh um, Fingers?
0: Uh, probably Raleigh Fingers, but I don't know about that. Um, was Gossage a relief pitcher? No, he was pretty much... Or was he a starter? Goose? It, I yeah. A starter, wasn't he? Yeah. Anyway, there's, there's not many. So that's going to be pretty interesting. That's going to be pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, that... that, that so... Yeah, and the more I think about it, yeah, that would be very, very difficult. You might have to expand. You might have to expand it outside of Hall of Famers, um, and have guys who are like fifty cent players, right? Or, or we are, just make those guys hugely expensive,
0: you know. And then, and but see, yeah, that's not going to work because no one had saves. You know, none of the none of the Hall of Fame pitchers had that many saves. You know what I mean? I mean I right. would have to look that
2: up I I've, I've gotten deep in my Vince Coleman research if you guys don't mind me uh no, saying not at a all. couple of things. So, he was only on the ballot one time in 2003. He got 0. 0.6 percent of Yikes. the vote he's yeah, a, he's good. eligible uh as of now for era they they've now started uh the veterans committee now considers players depending on their era so he has another shot to get in but but the knock on him is that he's a one-trick pony um but but there. Yeah,
1: what's his what's his lifetime batting average for vince coleman's probably somewhere in the 250
2: 50 i'd have to i'd have to look it up here uh he does have a 19 uh war career no 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 i'm sorry i'm sorry 9.4 career 264 lifetime batting average yeah
0: that's how what many I home, how many home runs
2: uh it doesn't say that because i bet it was very little he was not a home run hitter not even at the end of his career he stole a lot of bases. I was the last guy to steal a hundred in a season. But this is what I really wanted to talk about: uh, the extracurricular could go against a. As a rookie, Coleman professed to not know who Jackie Robinson was, <laughs> and Coleman threw cherry bombs at kids what? in the Dodger Stadium, stadium parking lot, which How I know Mark. That pop? Seriously. I, I have no idea. I mean, maybe you grow up in a small town like Jacksonville, and then you just you never you never hear of of the guys that opened the door for you to play in a league. I know I know you like that last one that he threw cherry bombs at kids in the Dodgers uh, parking lot uh, while warming up on the field. He once got run over by an automatic tarp. He obviously couldn't I run re- away oh, from yeah, that one. I remember one. that. Yes. <laughs> uh he he was knocked out of the duration uh of that uh world series by that tarp and uh the cardinals went on to lose it
0: so gossage was a relief pitcher by
2: the way goose gossage
1: by the way mark i don't know what I what i don't know what coleman's doing uh now now mark but in 2017 he was the roving minor league base running and outfield coach for the san francisco giants oh wow got into coaching uh, they with, hired him uh, because
2: he threw cherry bombs at kids in the Dodger Stadium parking lot. Yep.
1: I would yeah. that's right at probably the top of the list of why they why they did. Uh but uh and by, and uh you you were asking Mark about his home yeah. runs. 17. I believe uh no uh and hang on I just dropped uh the, it's uh 28 yeah. Okay. 28 752 of- stolen bases though. Yeah,
0: very solid. No doubt about that. Right up there. All right, Hall of Famers who are uh, primarily relief pitchers, even though Dennis Eckersley. Let's see, he won 197 games, but he also saved a bunch of games as well. Mo, uh, yeah, Marianne, Mariano, Hoyt Wilhelm, of course. Oh yeah, of course. He ran. He he won 143 games. Gossage saved over 300 games. Won 124 as well. Is so Tommy Gossage John is,
2: considered more of a reliever than a starter? I think he is. Right.
0: No, Tommy nah, John was starter. a starter. I would say starter. So that's four that have a significant amount of saves. Lee Smith, as mentioned before, Bruce Sutter is in the oh,
2: Hall Oh, yeah, Fame. great, great reliever.
0: Trevor Hoffman in the Hall of Fame, and Raleigh Fingers in the Hall of Fame. And that's it, Johnny. Wow. That is it. So one, two, three, four, eight. So we'll we'll limit our...
2: You may have to get saves out of the categories then. Or we
0: just have a competition of eight per draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: that's eight people are allowed to to draw yeah
0: see who, see who wins you yeah. know see who wins and uh and maybe each time and we can do the same thing with football, so when I did this for the disney cruise lines w- with the the um the statistics I use for football are kind of like what they use for fantasy football I think I used touchdowns, I used yards i used so running backs and receivers basically shared the same stats um i don't think i did yards per catch or yards per run i don't know if i did that or not um you know with um quarterbacks you know t- touchdowns interceptions um completion completion percentage Percent- Yes, yes yeah, i like that and um and then i think i had kickers in there as well in terms of number of points so offensively, you could get it through touchdowns to so your running backs or your, or your you know tight end or your or your wide receivers. You could get it from your quarterback. You can get also interceptions and and a completion percentage from your running back. I mean from your quarterback. Uh, I guess yards per car- you know yards per carry and yards per reception. Maybe I was have. there
1: anything was there anything on the defensive side of there it?
0: there was the- team defenses, team okay. defenses, and this is how I ranked them. I ranked them uh, not only with yards allowed, but also turnover ratio,
1: which uh, if you remember, and I'm sure you do, when we were when I was ranking teams in the uh, NFL teams, when we had the radio show, we looked at turnover differential it is perhaps the most important statistic. It is. And and maybe even with the defense, it shouldn't be differential because they have nothing
0: to do with how many turnovers the offense gets. Yeah. Total turnovers, just total turnovers created
1: sacks. Do you throw sacks in there as well? Maybe. Yeah, that's pretty fun. That's a good one. I think think that I think think that is a
2: full team thing, right?
0: A sack, sure, because it's coverage and everything
2: else. Yeah, coverage, the guys up front opening up uh, for the linebackers to get in or the ends to get in.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sacks would be good. Number of uh, turnovers created and then yards allowed. Points allowed. uh, Points allowed as well. Yes, exactly. So like the great 62 Packers, when I did the research, 62 Packers, we're like one of the best defenses of all time in terms of those ratios.
1: 14 the game schedule too, though. You, you have to make yeah yeah the 83 Redskins defense is amazing. Yeah the 14 game schedule is the one thing that throws you when you start looking into teams prior to what – when did they go to a 16 that's true. schedule like six, 74 75 ish um so yeah 14 game schedule so really I think the better statistic is points per game versus uh total points. Yeah no that's yeah or yards per game.
0: That's what it was. It was yards per game yeah. and points per game. So that could still work with a 12-game schedule or a 14-game schedule. Um, so, there, you know, you don't have as many opportunities to have a bad game, but, you know, it's still per game. And then created turnovers. The the 83 Redskins had like 63 created turnovers. It was remarkable. Yeah,
1: I had they no idea. Great. They were very good. That was a better team than the 82 team that won the Super Bowl that they just ran into the buzzsaw of uh, the Raiders. Plus, repeating is difficult, as we've seen.
0: And so the other one was I, I did the NBA as well, and I think I did points per game. I think I did assists, rebounds. Um, I'm not sure what Steals. else. Steals. I'll, I'll have to look at that up. Yeah, I think maybe, maybe. But there's some really good shooting percentage, shooting, possibly blocks. I think I did blocks as well. You know, so that you know you could. Some guys could be really valuable, obviously, with that kind of stuff. Anyway, um, Kembe Matumbo, yeah, blocks are kind of like saves in a way. Uh, This is fun. I think
1: we should definitely get this on board for when we find out the baseball season's going to start. Yeah. And then maybe do a live we draft can out of the whole video, Hall of Famers, live draft of Hall of Famers before get people fired up for the for baseball. Because there's been some baseball executives as well talking about the fact that uh, once the all clear happens, it's going to take them a couple of weeks, a couple, and, three weeks. And that. for whatever reason, I feel like
0: it takes longer for baseball. It, it, they'll need a couple of weeks to kind of get themselves and and someone said one of the baseball executives said they're gonna to need to start spring, spring training over again and have another four weeks.
1: Yeah, I I, I heard I I heard sort of the same thing, but people saying they could probably pack it into two and a half, three weeks, depending on how late it starts. Um because if it starts in three weeks, that's one thing. If it starts in six weeks, then it's going to be a little bit different. So all of these things are so up in the air at this point. No, but everything,
0: everything is up in the air. They are talking about that if somehow, if somehow the NBA figures out a way to have a, you know, I don't know how many games were left, 20 games left, and then have the tournament, that a portion of that might be without fans. And I I don't think that's possible. You
2: know I think I mean? it's possible. Well, it's possible. I, I, I think I think it annoys think some of the gonna, players, but who cares? You got to do your job. We need to get to we need to get to a place where you play the playoffs and then you get the fans in there, play the games so so we can get a, a legitimate uh, uh, playoff. Well, season. and the other thing is,
1: the it's other thing is, if you limit game, it to that though. many people, you can you can make sure if you limit it to that many people, you can make sure how many people have been tested. So you would know, you know, everyone in the in the building at that point has it, and we know where they stand. By
2: then you may be able to do on site testing. Uh, You don't I don't know.
1: Possibly. Yeah, Yeah. possibly. But there's there's, you know, because this whole thing's not it's not going to be like on Tuesday. There's a coronavirus and on Wednesday there's not it's going to you know, it's going to slacken off. But. We probably won't be 100% sure that there aren't a few people walking around with it even after we're back to whatever uh, is going to pass for normal at that point in time. But I could see that happening. I could definitely see that happening.
2: Yeah, I I think they need to play games without fans. If it is the difference between finishing the season and not finishing the season, I think a lot of guys will get on board. Nobody in the NBA wants to not uh, crown a champion this year except for guys that. that play for teams that are definitely not going to crown a champion. They may be a little annoyed that they have to show up and, and play these games that they clearly mean nothing to them. But I mean, there's no difference between that and, and the end of the season normally for a team that's eliminated.
1: Yeah. You wonder, you know, it, what, what's interesting to me is if they come back it's and such they play a this part of the game, truncated even more season, if they come sport. back, and, if if they come back and they play, I, I agree with that. Uh, if they come back and play a truncated season some of the teams that obviously are playing for nothing will they will, will will some of their veterans just not want to play
2: well i think they'll want to get paid their pay will definitely be uh they'll definitely have to play to get paid i mean that's that's yeah. uh, uh, the the i
1: think there i think there might be a handful of guys who you know done pretty well over the years who may shut it down a little bit early and and frankly probably not any different than The regular season at any point in time, you know, last month of the season, where guys are going to be, you know, I'm going to rest my body up for next season because we're not going to be playing past the end of the regular season. So it's going to be really interesting. Logistically, I I certainly wouldn't want to be in the shoes of these guys, um, any of these commissioners. Uh, NFL still planning on holding the draft in Vegas. Yeah, how about that. Um, and Roger Goodell apparently sent out a letter see "Where it, it doesn't do us any good if people start talking about the whether or not we should be playing." the we trying to muzzle, I guess, players and owners uh, who are some of whom have expressed uh, a little bit of uh, uh, trepidation about that. Uh, I, I can see too the the difficulty of not being able to bring guys in and work them out. Yeah, uh, that's it. A tough it's, one. it's 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 tough for the. I'm. I. I I'm surprised they haven't pushed the draft back a month.
0: I'll tell you, Johnny. They are uh, your team's getting a lot of love, especially if you get Chase Young, who uh, I believe is uh, Ohio State, correct? Yep, yeah. And um, that'd be who I'd pick. But. They're going to they are saying that your defensive line would be a top three in, in football with hit, with the addition of him. That it's already pretty solid, and it's like it's like the Niners getting
2: Bosa. Yeah, added he, to he's that exactly mark. like Bosa. He's a he's going to change the face of the defense that he joins.
1: Yeah, I think he'll certainly improve. The, I I'm no doubt about that. It's just there's still so many questions uh, at the quarterback position, um, offensively. You know, and seventy six year old Adrian Peterson in the back gra- uh, in the backfield, and I'm you know I'm never optimistic when it comes to. Washington Washington's NFL team yes it'll be a better it, it could be a better defense but um I I don't think in that division I think Dallas is more talented we'll see how the coaching works out I mean certainly Philadelphia is more tested um the Giants, who knows. Um, but I, yeah, I. they're getting a lot of love, but I don't think that's going to translate into them being a playoff caliber football team.
0: Maybe not, but it's nice to know that one element of your defense is.
1: Yeah, be nice. it, it, listen, it, 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 we, it, at this point, it's just nice that they're considering making what I believe is a smart and safe pick. Yes. Because there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of uh, also talk about, you know, well, maybe just take Tua or, mm-hmm. right. And I love Tua, but, I, I'm I just, I,
2: he, I mean, Tua, uh, unfortunately, is, is somebody that I feel like needs to be drafted in maybe the second or third round. That you're taking a flyer on the guy. He's not. He's been great when he's healthy, but he has not been healthy in a time in your life where you should be healthy.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I completely agree about that, though. I would say I'm 100% confident he will be drafted in the first round.
2: Uh, I agree. Take I agree. Run. I just don't agree uh, with it.
0: Top five, probably. And remember Frank Gore, also, Jeff. Frank Gore had two ACL injuries in college with the Miami Hurricanes. Two surgeries. Yes. He had to repair them. And then
1: and now he's still playing in the NFL. And how old is he, John? Absolutely remarkable. I turned eighty three day before yesterday. So that's birthday greetings to the whole Gore family. Right young age. Al Tipper. Frank. Apparently getting the doll getting the
0: injuries out early is what you want to do.
2: Yeah, I guess. Yeah I I,
1: I, but I think in the situation with two also is uh he does his skill set 100% transfer and he has an injury issue. So I think there are two questions when it comes to Tua. Yeah. That said and he'll, then- he'll 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 be picked in the first 15 picks of the draft. Oh, oh yeah. I mean I would be surprised if it's If it's not top five,
2: although I do see him being one of those guys that potentially after the draft, we're talking about who saw this happening. He dropped a whatever pick. Yeah. I foresee that being the case.
1: I I think, you know, though it's, it's funny because teams get as much uh, flack for passing on good quarterback as they do drafting a bad one in some respects. Um, And particularly if you have a history of, you know, poor quarterback play, Uh, I think you're probably right, Mark. I don't know top five. I think probably top ten, though I could see him dropping down uh, to 15. But it actually may be a benefit for Tua, the the physical limitation that he may still have, because that may cause a team to draft him and not play him, and he may benefit from that,
0: not playing as as a rookie. You know, I think that if he's there for the Dolphins, I think the Dolphins will pick him before Justin Herbert. I really do. I worry about Justin Herbert. Only because, John, I mean, outside of Dan Fouts.
1: Oregon quarterbacks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like anybody from Michigan State? Um, <laughs> ah, we went I'm, through a thing. I mean, the draft we was did Michigan State, as many as anybody. Uh, but uh, Tony Mandrich, uh, Percy Snow, they're all over the place. Charles um, Rogers. E- exactly. Um, R. I. B. I think. I think the Dolphins – I think it's, I think it's certainly impossible that the dolphins would take him if he were there over Herbert. I, I told, I, I don't remember. I said this on the pod last week, but Mark and I've talked about this before. I watch a lot of PAC 12 football, uh, because college football is my favorite sport. Usually those late games, my wife's gone to bed and I don't have to make her a sports widow by sitting there and, w- and watching a game while she's still up. So I watch a lot of PAC 12 football games and, um, he, there's there's obviously a lot of talent with Justin Herbert. But what I saw from him is that he did not really show up in a very um, uh, in, in a big way for in big games. That he did not strike me as a big game quarterback. Yeah,
0: I mean, I just and that wor- would worry me. I just worry about <laughs> I'll never forget Akili Smith. I never I'll never forget Lee so Corso. Tiny ankles. Yeah, saying that he's not going to work out in the NFL, and that was the same year as Tom Brady, I think, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, it was, and, and uh, we all thought Giovanni Carmazzi was Giovanni going to be the, the, the Carmazzi surprise was surprise guy, the guy in the draft. Of, yeah, and Boston, it was. A, it turns was out the yeah.
2: surprise is that you guys remember his name.
1: Gee, I interviewed Gio Car- Car- Carmazzi. Nice guy, but he yeah, was out of Hofstra, and he was that small college. You know, it's the draft is so predictable this way. Because there's always a guy out of, you know, a non-traditional football power that everybody is like, oh, boy, I tell you what. And sometimes it works out. Um, but for, G- for poor Gio, it didn't. Um, and uh, to Lee Corso's credit, you're right, Mark. He said Akili Smith would be a, a bust, though. He-, he did go to Cincinnati, so he may, you know, we may... It may not have been all chicken or egg. Also,
2: what's that? The chicken or the egg. What made him bad him? Right. or Cincinnati. Yeah.
1: Because again, and, and Jeff, yeah. I think I said, we talked to how many NFL players Mark in, in our time, at the ESPN club, probably in, into the hundreds and to a man, NFL players from any position will tell you that you call somebody a system quarterback, whatever a quarterback has to come into a system that works for him. And he has to have the coaching that, uh, that will either coach him properly in that system or have the ability to uh, to adjust that system to fit his skill set. And some guys just end up in the wrong situation for too yeah. long and bounce Harrington, back from it.
0: Another Oregon quarterback, Joey Harrington, ends up going to Detroit. Yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe that's what it is. Now, if an Oregon quarterback goes to Miami, you know, we all hope, I know I hope, and I think you do too, John. Uh, that Miami, you know, finally turns it around. I mean, it, it would be nice to see the dolphins be significant and be a competitive team again and have a program actually that, uh, you know, was sustainable. And well, so I think,
1: I think everybody, everybody who, who's considered a, an expert, people who know a lot more than we do to a man, uh, and or woman have said that, uh, that organization and the way uh, they're coached, their front office and ownership right now, that they're in as good a position as they've been in in a long time, and, and that and, they played hard last yeah, year. Exactly, but that they were they were really undermanned talent wise. And if you remember, they shaved off a lot of good football players. Oh who yeah, just, who just didn't didn't fit with what they're and f- what they're trying. Flores
0: to do. is. Evidently, doing a doing a great job. He's one of those guys that can come in as a total rookie, in terms of head coaching experience, and sort of apply this Bill Belichick, you know, hard ass kind of thing, like right. my way or the hard way, or the hard, the hard
1: way, <laughs> no, or the, way, or way the way's hard easy way.
0: way. I'll take that. <laughs> and and you know, because a lot of times when guys come in like that, that are just uh, that rookie that don't have rings or don't have some sort of credibility or pedigree you know what i mean yeah and they come in and start puffing their chest a little bit like a lot of the players especially the older players are like um sorry i'm not listening to you pal and and here's the thing about that
1: there's a difference there's a difference between being old school and uh this is how we do things this is how how you have to do it um and being so rigid in your thinking that you can't uh You can't adjust what you're doing to fit, again, as I said, the talent that you have. You have to be – you can be – you can have rules. You can be old school a la Belichick. But you also have to show players, and Belichick has done this time and time again, that no matter who you bring in – the reason you have those rules is no matter who you bring in – they can, they will follow what you want them to do, and you can adjust to what they can do. Does that make any sense? Have I yeah. have I made sense there? Is that you, they? I, I think people look at Belichick and go, yeah, he's he's going to be a hard ass, but he knows how to win with whoever ends up on that right. final it, roster. Exactly.
0: But the thing about O'Brien Flores is that they don't know this. Right. It's it's the problem that Matt Patricia has coming from the belichick system and can be this hard ass and people are going what are you what are you what are you doing this is not you know i why should i buy what why should i buy your your way or the highway just because you worked for bill belichick yeah. you know what i mean that's a tough line to to walk if you ask me when you have no pedigree of yours of your own you right. know so that's why it's even and i think that's why you have equally to be impressive off. that that brian
1: yeah exactly he just got rid of him he just got, got rid of, of guys them. who were better, better football some of the guys who remained, but they were not going to be. We I, I, have to look at it as to who are the guys who are going to be here uh, two years from now.
0: I, I think that was a great call. And, you know, the, God bless them. Ownership got, you know, backed them up. And that's the thing. It's like, you know what, these are stars or these are certainly uh, major players in our system. But the, no, no one's hanging their hat on them. Our, our team sucks. We win five or six or seven games every year. Fans aren't gonna care if these guys go. Ownership got behind Flores early and that was key. And now he's got now I think he's got the team with him. And the fact that they beat the well, Patriots I think that's, when so much was on the line that
1: last game. For all the love that we you know, for we have for, you know, oh gosh, you gotta get this player and you know, the whole we talk about John Gruden who looks across the field and you know, if I only had that guy, I could win. What the Patriots had and the reason they were so successful and what they have or had um, is they had, obviously in Brady, the right quarterback, but they had the right players who would follow their system. They had the right coach. They had the right front office and the right owner all at the same time. Everybody working as one. And it doesn't matter how good a coach you bring in. If he's not working in concert with your general manager, your front office, ownership then you bring in all the great players you want, you're, st- you're not going to have success.
0: And they've really had not long-term success. They've had by all experts <laughs> or by many experts. I mean, you know, it's like two that I can, I can think of and, and maybe a few sites. But many of those outlets, let's put it this way, and people are saying they scored in free agency, the Dolphins. And that's because of Flores. Yeah, I so I'm really rooting for these guys, and I hope that if they do end up with Herbert, that he can be the Dan Fouts as opposed to the Joey Harrington or the Achilles Smith, or any number of other Oregon quarterbacks that I can't even remember at this point in time. Yeah, so I I can't I'm, I can't come up with them either. But uh, Pack Pack twelve quarterbacks, John. I mean, you know, there's Andrew Luck. I mean, there's Car- Carson Palmer.
1: Um, oh, you, you're just going like historically, Troy yeah, and you know, yeah, sure. Certainly, uh, Stanford had Elway and, and Plunkett. Plunkett. Yeah, it's not it's not necessarily the best. But what I mean, what is what is the best thing? NCAA to do? division that uh, I don't know or conference I, I, for quarterbacks.
0: Uh, that's a that's a very good question you know michigan
1: <laughs> miami um miami know. used to miami used to, well but even you know um uh when the hurricanes were at their best certainly kosar and kelly yep but i don't think but know, that, that, was Walsh, that was early that was early Toretta. Toretta, yeah um yeah a lot of those guys didn't have a, a great deal of success
2: wasn't erickson one of them too the co- coach's kid Craig Erickson.
1: Yeah. Oh, Yeah. I don't know what's the kid's name. Uh, no. Yeah, Craig Erickson. Yeah. Dennis Erickson was the coach. Yep. I don't think they were related actually. No. no, I don't think so. All right, Johnny. I think
0: uh I think we're at uh, I think we're at uh we're at that time. All right. What think do you think we need to r- you I think we going? need to wrap this up. No, I mean I just don't think we should go on and on and on. It's been an hour 40.
1: All right. That seems like uh enough. I mean, it really is. It's really,
0: you know, it 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 I don't know how many people actually listen to the whole first episode. I mean, how many people do you think listened to the whole thing?
2: Eight million.
0: I don't think so. I don't think anyone did, John. I didn't. No, nor did I. <laughs> all right. So next week, we're going to try this again and maybe even do a Facebook Live with all three of us prior. Are you going to do a Facebook Live after this, Johnny? I am going to do a Facebook Live after this. All right. All right. So before we go, let, I want you to grade it like you did last time. Grade
1: the show. I'm going to give it a B. Yeah. And yeah, I'll give it a B. What would you give your your performance? Uh 11 out of 10. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. So
2: basically what he's saying is that he's bringing up your uh D, D yeah, level you're performance. Yeah, 6. Not carrying
0: a Mark? I would never say that. <laughs> right. So again, last week he had an A, I had a C and
1: we had a B show. Is that would, are you are you saying the same thing? Nah, right? I'm going to give us all Bs. I think uh, you were better. I was not so so much, and uh, I think Jeff is as solid as they come. All right, thank you, Jeff. Uh, I'm going to give it an show, A. Right?
2: I, I give it an A. It was an A plus. Wow,
0: wow! I give Jeff an A plus for hooking us up, figuring that out, giving us the uh, heads up for the equipment to buy, and everything he contributes content wise to the show. Jeff, you're you're great. We oh, love you. Thank We're you. We're very happy. Thank you. And, uh, I think know, I, I just me- tore my sh- my
2: elbow out. Patting myself on the back there.
0: Very good nice. For you you did right. So this will drop on Tuesday or Monday night, and uh, we'll do this again next week.
1: All right. Have a good week, everybody. Stay away from each other.